Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are still in Judges, looking at chapter 5, verses 19 through 23 in the New King James Version. In this section, Deborah and Barak uh, describe the battle and a curse is placed on an unhelpful city. Let's listen to God's word. It reads, the kings came and fought. Then the kings of Canaan fought in Teana by the waters of Megiddo. They took no spoils of silver. They fought from the heavens. The stars from their courses fought against Sisera. The torrent of Kishon swept them away. That ancient torrent, the torrent of Kishon. Oh, my soul, march on in strength. Then the horse's hooves pounded, the galloping, galloping of the steeds. Curse, Morose, said the angel of the Lord. Curses inhabitants bitterly, because they did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Again, Judges chapter 5, verses 19 through 23 in the New King James Version, which gives it the title, The Song of Deborah. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, we're looking at Judges chapter 5, verses 19 through 23 in the New King James Version. It starts by saying, kings came uh, and fought. The kings of Canaan fought. And kings, plural, here suggests that King Jabin of Hazor was part of a confederacy. And it was a confederacy that lost to the might of God and the power of God and his uh, his children of the children of Israel. They fought. They did not win, nor did they get plunder in silver or any other personal gain. And then it says about nature coming to the aid of the Israelites. And I thought that was just so, uh, it's so like God. But let's listen to what the commentary said. The stars from heaven appeared and acted, at least, to appear to be on Israel's side. The stars in their courses, according to the order and direction of him who is the great Lord of their host, fought against Sisera by causing the storms of hail and thunder to rout and confuse Sisera's army. The Chaldee reads, from heaven, from the place where the stars go forth, war was waged against Sisera, that is, the power of The God of heaven was engaged against him, making use of the ministration of the angels of heaven. And again, doesn't that sound like God? 
when we think about him stopping the course of the sun because Joshua asked him to, or by splitting the Red Sea so the children could cross, children of Israel can cross over. That sounds like our God. He's all powerful. He's in control of all of his creation. But let me continue. Some way or other, the heavenly bodies fought against Sisera. Perhaps the flashes of lightning frightened the horses. So as they pranced till their own hooves, their very hooves, were broken and probably overturned the chariots of iron, which they drew and turned um, their owners over. So, of course, um, it's conjecture, but again, our God is powerful. So it's also... 100% possible that all of this happened. And I can just imagine these great warriors and their uh, trusted steel chariots and the steel chariots getting stuck in the mud and the horses trying to pull them out. And you can just imagine that in your mind. Uh, Deborah says in uh, in the poem, the galloping, galloping of the steeds. She's saying the hooves pounded. So they were trying to they were trying to uh, get away, but they couldn't because God was in control. There was nothing they could do to fight against God. Let me continue. The river of Kishon fought against their enemies. Again, that's nothing but God. Nobody but God. It swept over multitudes of those that hoped to make their escape through it. Ordinarily, it was a shallow river. And being in their own country, of course, the Israelites knew the safest uh, passages. And uh, the, the great rain that fell had made the, the river so swollen and the stream so deep and strong that those who attempted to pass were drowned, being feeble and faint and unable to make their way through. And then the, uh, the horse's hooves were broken by means of the pounding. They were trying to get away. And of course, you can just imagine that scene, them stuck in the mud, trying to pull a chariot, trying to pull the, the rider, and all of it sinks. All of it's stuck. Deborah's own soul fought against them. She speaks of it in a, with a holy jubilation. Oh, my soul, thou hast trodden down strength. So she's saying in their weakness, they were able to trot down this mighty army by the help of God. She did it by exciting others to do it and assisting them, which she did with all her heart. The galloping likely again refers to the enemy's subsequent escape on horseback. Those who could get the horses unstuck from the mud, they probably unhitched their chariots and they uh, got away on uh, horseback, and the Israelites probably pursued them. But above all, Meroz is condemned, and uh, a curse is pronounced upon its inhabitants because they came not to the help of God. The angel of Yahweh cursed the city, but refusing to fight. They probably, probably declined for fear of Jabin's iron chariots. The city of Meroz seems to have been, at that time, a considerable place since something great was expected from it. It, But uh, probably after the angel of the Lord pronounced this curse, it dwindled like that fig tree which Jesus cursed. 
withering away so it is never again read of in the scripture. Let's pray. Father, as always, we come with you first thanking you. Thanking you for another study in your word. Thanking you, God, for insight that comes from your word. Insight that God, even nature, obeys your command. That things that, again, that seem impossible. In your hands, all things are possible. And Father, we thank you for that. We thank you that there are times when it seems like the heavens are on our side. That things are working to our advantage. And we thank you for that, Father. We're praying for those who need you in a special way. We are continuing to pray for the uh, Indi- uh, the Indian, the tribes, of the they're not tribes, but the people of India who are fighting against um, Hinduism. We're praying, praying for those who have chosen Christ as their Lord and Savior. God protect them. They are part of the household of faith. Put your angel of protection around them and their household as they battle a power that is uh, wicked and sinister. And, oh God, I, I don't understand it, but I can still pray that you give them power and strength to withstand and doing all to stand. And Father, again, we're praying for the uh, Ukrainians as they fight against the Russians. We're praying for our own city at cities as the gun violence is um, unprecedented. We pray for our children as most of them are beginning summer break. Some of them have graduated from high school or college or other career paths. We don't know what they, what they are, but you do. And we thank you for those uh, matriculations. We thank you for those blessings. Bless them. Bless them in their going out and their coming in in the name of Jesus. And God, those who need you in a special way, we're praying for them, for those. And we're thanking you in advance. Thank, thanking you for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.